Hi, I'm Angela Ardolino and welcome to Your Natural Dog, my podcast featuring in-depth conversation with the world's leading holistic veterinarians and pet care pros. Join us every week as we reveal natural alternatives to the outdated, one-size-fits-all pet care model we're used to. If you like what you hear, please make sure to leave us a review wherever you get your podcast. The only way we can get our message out to pet parents all over the world is with your support. Stop barking! I'm trying to record a podcast! Hey everybody, my name is Carter Eastler. I help produce Your Natural Dog with Angela Ardolino. And today we have such an incredible conversation. I can't wait for you to hear it. Our guest is Blake Dubay of Paw Print Oxygen. And Angela and Blake just have a really fantastic conversation all about really this kind of unused world of pet oxygen supplementation for all sorts of different conditions from collapsed trachea to addressing this canine respiratory virus that's going around. And this guy, you know, he's kind of a whiz kid brainiac who's developed a product that really brings this this therapy into an accessible place for the average pet parent and is uh, also kind of an industry disruptor, you know, which is something that that we really love. So, Enjoy this conversation, and here it is. And we're back with Blake Dubay, and I met you at a conference, and I was so impressed with what you are doing. I can't even remember if I told you why, but I had a rescue farm for 17 years, and for the past six years, they were all, all the rescues were old, decrepit dogs with all kinds of issues that... I literally was taking in and trying. They were like, you know, last hope, uh, whether it was a veterinarian giving it to me or a pet parent who had given up and, you know, was able to take them off all of their prescription meds that weren't helping them, you know, change their diet, you know, give them plant and fungi medicine, literally bring them back to life. But in that process and some of these dogs, they need so much extra support. And that's when I learned about oxygen. and. Literally, the the choice my choices were to spend like fifteen hundred dollars on a little thing. I already had an oxygen tank because I was doing ozone at home, so I was like, "Why can't there be something that I can literally just attach?" So then I met you, and I was like, "Okay." And then I found out why you did this. Uh, tell my audience because I love that you are basically fulfilling a need and helping pets because. A lot of us know what it's like when you call 911 and a person has to be transported and given oxygen. But when that happens for a pet and when that happens, if that happens, there's literally no option for pets. And you basically solve that problem, right? Yeah, yeah. So you, you hit it right on the head. So, you know, you call an ambulance and, you know, they're giving you oxygen right on the way to the hospital. And that really, except for in the biggest cities, does not exist for pets. And even then, the response times can be tough. So like you mentioned, so much of pet care is in the hands of the pet owner at home. And we really want to equip them. Say that again. <laughs> I want you to say that again, because that's my like mission is to really get pet parents to take their pet's health into their own hands. Nobody's going to do it yep. for you. Some of us are lucky enough to have killer holistic veterinarians who love what they do. But guess what? They're booked to you know, year 2020, you know, whatever. So say that again, because this is exactly what it does. Instead of you rushing to 
putting your sick pet that's having issues in a car and driving to a veterinarian, well, you're probably going to have to sit in your car and wait. You literally can do something at home. So Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So pet care is more and more in the hands of the pet owner at home. And what we're doing specifically for that is we are, our goal is to make oxygen accessible for pet parents. Um, and it seems easy enough, right? It's really easy to make a lot of, you know, your traditional drug supplements, things like that accessible because they come in a pill or a pouch or something like that. But oxygen is a gas and gases are really hard to store, right? They like to spread out and take up all their space. And that's why we need those big, heavy, high pressure tanks. And while you might be able to use one, a lot of people, you know, that's too dangerous, right? They have this high pressure thing sitting in their house. Oh, no, I'm scared of it. Yeah, exactly. And that's what we hear. People are scared of the oxygen. The only reason it's even dangerous is because of the pressure at which it's held. So what we said is, why don't we take this and make put it in a smaller tank at lower pressure? So it's more similar to like your can of hairspray or sunscreen or something like that. So now you can, you know, easily carry this. It's portable, lightweight, and you can administer at home. So our idea was, you know, what if you could administer it as easy as any other supplement or drug? And that's how we came up with paw print oxygen, which I know on the podcast, you won't be able to see this, but this is the size of our canister. It fits in your hand. So it's awesome. And what is there an attachment for your dog to breathe it in? Exactly. So it really depends on the condition, how you might administer it, but we do have a regulator and a pet oxygen mask something like this, that is really designed to deliver the most oxygen and the least carbon dioxide to your pet. What we found is that a lot of times, you know, if vets are using oxygen in the hospital, they might be using an anesthesia mask or, you know, even something they just kind of rig up themselves. But what we really want to do is make sure we're really lowering the pet's anxiety and giving them, uh, you know, giving them the right tool for the job, essentially. And that's why we designed our own oxygen mask, which is actually used by fire departments as well to rescue pets from house fires. Oh, cool. And explain to us why oxygen is so important. I mean, of course, for us to breathe, but why do a sick or elderly pet need extra support and in, in emergency situations? Yeah. So there's a couple different reasons. The one great thing about pets is they don't get as much chronic respiratory disease as humans. You know, humans might need that oxygen tank when they get older, maybe if they've been smoking or sometimes it can just be genetic or they get like, you know, COPD or something like that. Pets can get that, but it's a lot less common. A lot of times they have this more acute need for oxygen where they're unable to regulate themselves. So I was actually listening to a fantastic episode you guys did with Dr. Judy Morgan, where she covers collapsed trachea. Yep. That is our second most common condition. And that's an example of a dynamic obstruction. Basically, that milkshake straw, when you suck on it too hard, shuts. And you just need to give them extra oxygen because the airway is barely open and kind of get them back to normal. So a lot of times, this is something that you're using at home to kind of manage that crisis and reset them, right? Get them back to normal. So that might be a laryngeal paralysis for something like a Labrador or um, the collapsed trachea for our smaller toy breeds. Our number one condition is actually a heart failure. One, because it's so common. It just happens to affect 10% of all dogs. And what happens with that is generally you get water in the lung, which gives you less lung to breathe with, right? So if you only breathe in with 70% of your lung, you need more oxygen to go to that 70%. And so we provide a lot of this for when pets decompensate from things like heart failure and these other conditions. But, you know, we service so many different conditions because 
ultimately respiratory distress is a, is a result of so many of them. It could be heat stroke, stress, anxiety, all of that. So I can imagine it would be really helpful if any of these dogs are suffering from this respiratory illness that's going around right now. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's one of those that is kind of the longer term oxygen, which we still help with. Those are that's those oxygen cages and those, you know, you've used an oxygen tank. We use our oxygen generators, but we have seen an increase, a small increase related to that. From what I've heard, you know, it's nothing to panic about just yet, but it's right. a lot of symptoms related, like very similar to kennel cough, a little more severe, a little longer term. And what we've seen more is when that progresses to pneumonia, a lot of times we're providing our oxygen cages and concentrators for things like that. And that can really work when they really only need oxygen. And it's the alternative to spending $2,000 a night or something like that in the vet hospital, if there's even a space for you, right? So We've definitely helped a lot of pet owners just kind of manage that at home where their pet is less stressed to begin with. So how does this compare to like a hyperbaric oxygen chamber? Like that I know is like a a really expensive service that you can get that I have actually had my Nina used to go get it done a lot. How does that compare to this? Is this kind of the same thing? So similar, but a lot less expensive because uh, it has to do right. a lot less, so, which is nice. So, you know, those hyperbaric chambers are, are giving you, uh, you know, a, a higher pressure of oxygen. It's kind of almost like being in an airplane when they're pressurizing the cabin, things like that. So we actually, a lot of times hyperbaric can be for different sorts of conditions. Some of the conditions overlap. We get this question a lot about ozone too, which remember is O3, not O2. Um, So we don't do a whole lot with that. But essentially you are getting a similar chamber to a hyperbaric system. But luckily, because we're just giving oxygen therapy at around, you know, usually 40 to 60% oxygen, you don't need a, a, you know, this high pressure vessel that has no leaks and all of that stuff. In fact, we encourage you to vent our cage to make sure their heat and all of that is kind of, uh, you know, uh, accounted for. So what I'd say is ours is typically used, I would say, for a longer duration, whereas a hyperbaric chamber might be uh, pretty short stints. I'm not sure what your experience is, how long you've you've done something like that. But you got to be careful of not giving too much oxygen to a pet because then they can get oxygen toxicity. So it's kind of funny because it seems very simple. You see your pet in the ER on oxygen and you go, you know, I could fill a tub with oxygen and do that. But there's all these different considerations of not too much, not too little, making sure they're not rebreathing their CO2, getting too humid, getting too hot. So what we've done is we've basically provided vets and pet owners a way to do this very safely and easily at home with our guidance. So basically we're going to hold your hand through the whole thing and make sure you feel good about it. Ah, that's awesome. I love it. Cause it is, it is kind of scary when, you know, you have that tank and you turn it on. Ozone used to freak me out. Yes. <laughs> I actually think I only did it once. And all I would do was yeah. have my vet come over. Dr. Kathy Alanovi would come over and she'd do it for me. And she's like, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's worth being, you know, a little cautious around, right? Because people are always, you know, like they, they just tend to be scared of oxygen. And we're really trying to change that narrative because again, the only danger of this is the pressure at which it's held. So if you're getting one of our medical grade oxygen generators, that's not even at any pressure at all, right? It's constantly generating new oxygen from your room air. So, you know, if you were taking it home and you're, you know, in a car crash, nothing's going to happen to that thing, right? And even our little cylinders, they're safe enough just to be shipped UPS right to you. So 
The whole idea awesome. of this is to get rid of the high pressure tanks because we don't need them for these use cases. So th- these products are actually used in the veterinary hospital too, right? A lot of them are transitioning off of those high pressure tanks and using you know something that's a little better designed for the thing they need. And Blake, you use a you use a proprietary technology, I read yes. too, right? It's like it's a different type of canister that you you're you're an engineer and you've developed a unique type of canister. Yes. So we started this. I was a chemical engineer at the University of Pittsburgh, and I was working actually on making oxygen tanks smaller for people with respiratory disease in college. And then we met a local veterinarian who needed a way to transfer pets to the ER. So we really just kind of helped her out by designing this new system that was uh, basically designed it from the ground up, the new canister, um, a way to administer, you know, oxygen's a drug. So we had to make sure this regulator can dose out a drug based on your pet's weight. And then this um, oxygen mask as well. So we designed the whole thing from the ground up. And the first time it was used was to uh, transport from a primary care to a local ER right, right in our hometown. And it just kind of traveled on its own, right? You use this to get to the ER and then the ER goes, what the heck is this? You know, and they start using it. So we really spread kind of organically around Pittsburgh when we launched in 2019. And, you know, it, it grew from there. We, we thought we were going to do a lot of transfers and we still do. But now the biggest use case, like we came back to at the beginning is, is the home care, right? Pet owners want this at home, whether it's for their brachycephalic pup in the summertime their asthmatic cat, hypertension, pneumonia, like so many different conditions. So really we sell a lot of these directly to pet owners in their homes now. If you're like us, your pets are part of the family. That's why at CBD Dog Health, we created a line of human grade, full spectrum hemp products tailored specifically to your furry friend's needs. Whether they're suffering from fear of fireworks, arthritis from old age, or even seizures and cancer, Research shows that a high-quality CBD oil can make a big difference for them. Enter coupon code RADIO at CBDDogHealth.com for 15% off your first order. That's R-A-D-I-O. CBD Dog Health. Healing naturally. So you brought up the overheated brachialic, I can never say it. Now you got me messing up. (laughs) I don't even bother because I can never get it right. But yeah, the squish faced, which, you know, that became my mission to help them the moment I got into this because I couldn't believe how many are suffering from this. I had a groom shop. So we were always like literally everybody on alert when we got any of these dogs because grooming is stressful. They overheat. And it drove us crazy. Like literally there's a Frenchie on my logo for CBD dog health because of how many problems they had. So how does this help them? Oh, we always hear about the pug toenail clipping. Pug toenail clippings are always scary, right? Things like that. So yeah, that, that's an example of, you know, your pet can, can technically not even have a diagnosed condition and they can just get into that vicious cycle because they can't regulate themselves as much as we can, especially with that morphology of the flat face. So again, just kind of, giving them more oxygen so that be, to stop that cycle. Because when you start breathing hard, you actually need more oxygen. So you breathe harder and you spiral kind of down. So we found through surveys with our customers that sometimes as little as five minutes of oxygen through this face mask at the beginning of an episode like that can uh, stop it, which is awesome. really cool. And a lot of vets are initially you know, skeptical of, hey, I've, ma- I've tried to mask a pet in the clinic and it's really stressful and they don't like it. 
what we found is one, if you're giving them an anesthesia mask with that big rubber thing on the, on the, (laughs) on the, and they're not going to like that. But most importantly, when it's happening at home with their owner and they start to feel the effects of the oxygen, something is helping them breathe easier. It really works. So we have almost no issues, even with asthmatic cats, which surprised me at the beginning. I thought a cat would never, you know, never stand for this. But we, about 10% of our customers are, are cat owners. So, you know, that's kind of that, that's kind of the utility of this. I mean, we are used in grooming shops and things like that. There's just so many use cases. It's almost like your, your fire extinguisher that you keep just in case. Yep. I have, you know, I love to share with my listeners my toolkit of what I have and everything I have is natural. So I really think this would be a wonderful addition to my toolkit, especially with my old dogs. He's a um, schnauzer, just to have right? on hand. Oh, I, I lost Odie um, in oh. March of this year. So I actually sold everything and I'm on the road in an RV with my last three senior rescues. So I have Jolene Maza and Remy with me oh. and they're all good breathing wise, but I know how it gets like Odie. Yeah. Odie was everything. Odie was collapsed trachea. He got diagnosed as congested heart failure at one time. Everything they like stacked up the diagnoses when I took him in at age nine and was able to really help him completely naturally. He died an old man at 16 and a half and learned so much with him and would have loved, you know, to have this on hand for him. And I think about my others because that's what's so scary about the respiratory illness things is you're right. If your pet is healthy and has a healthy immune system, it's probably not going to affect them or be an issue. It's our old dogs, just like exactly. our old people are at greater risk. So I remember one of my really old seniors who beat cancer, lost her to pneumonia because of her picking up something when she went to go to a groom shop. So I don't think people understand that, like how much more at risk they are and how something like this can help them if they have it on hand. Exactly. And that's where a pet owner education, it's, it's surprisingly, it's, or maybe unsurprisingly for you, but it's one of our biggest things is just, we're always trying to get pet owners educated on, you know, what their pet is like when they're normal, you know, know what their normal looks like so that you know, when they're stressed, you know, what right. their, you know, what their labored breathing looks like, you know, how often you can exercise your dog in the summer you know, we, we had these heat waves last year and it sometimes it was so hot in Texas. We, we get calls from, from owners where it's like, yeah, you shouldn't probably walk your dog today unless it's at, you know, 4am or something like that. Right, right. Um, so we're, we're learning these, you know, these new use cases kind of every day as vets call and say, Hey, I actually used it for this on an exam table. Awesome. We have, you know, rescuers using this with working dogs and things like that. So it's been a really fun area to be in one because People get into vet medicine because they love it and they love the pets. But two, it's such a universal treatment, oxygen, that you can really see all kinds of different pets. And we always present a little um, like summary at the end of the year of some of the exotics that we've helped because it always it always surprises us. But I think this year we had a lot of birds like sun canners and macaws. We had a awesome. gila monster, a turkey, a bunch of rats, things like that. So it just shows you how broad the need for oxygen is, right? I love it. It's essential. <laughs> yep. Like exactly. a hemp extract. <laughs> exactly. Carter, you got any questions for him? I, I just think it's it's so amazing, too, the way that you've made it so accessible for people. You know, we, when we work with hemp medicine and, and cannabis, for instance, you know, there are some rescues, for instance, that are not going to let you anywhere near their face to give them a tincture or something. 
So I feel like what you've done in developing, like, for instance, these cages where you can put the dog in the space, you don't necessarily have to hold the mask to their mouth. It seems like it's pretty adaptable depending on what kind of animal you're working with, right? Yeah, exactly. We're trying to make it work forever. I mean, we've literally had someone, um, one of our uh, teammates used to work for the uh, Pittsburgh Zoo, and they will even fashion a mask out of a bucket for a polar bear. Right. Oh it's uh, it's, oh, it's crazy. Cool. And then we're used by the National Aviary in Pittsburgh where they use it for spot checks on their birds and things like that. So, yeah, the goal is accessibility because truly like almost every animal could have an event for respiratory. And it's not just being accessible to the pet. It's how easy and quick is it for a pet owner? Because these things happen like that. Right. They you can just come home and your pet is spiraling. So we did a lot of work to make sure that as soon as you pull this thing out of the box, this oxygen kit it is ready to go. You have no questions. You can rely on it. So that was a big part of kind of our development at the beginning is how can we go from this big tank that you're scared to use and takes a while to learn to this super quick portable kit that can just be deployed on the spot. So let's say, can we use it for therapeutically? I mean, I know we said like in a chamber and stuff, but like, what about a dog that again, isn't really have any signs of anything? We just want to I don't know, do it as a therapy and give them some extra oxygen? Is that something that you can do for a dog that's maybe suffering from cancer or seizures or anything? Will it benefit them? So technically for the benefit part, since oxygen is a drug, it is approved to treat symptomatic respiratory distress. So uh, that's kind of the, you know, the, the line we tell. But I will say we've had a lot of pet owners call in and tell us their own stories, right, where they are giving it, you know, daily for different conditions, you know, a couple hours at a time for one condition or another, and they feel it really improves their pet's health. So that's, I think, a really interesting area of explanation. We started our company, you know, in kind of the, the core of a, of a couple really well-documented diseases where, you know, you can point to the literature and go, look, that says oxygen is indicated because we kind of had our work cut out for us to just educate vets that, hey, you can do this. And now that people are comfortable with it, we're seeing a lot more of these. So I would like to see this more, you know, more pet owners because oxygen has such a high therapeutic index, which means it's very helpful with very little risk especially in a form factor like this. Just like camp. Yes, it's, it's funny. We, I think we have a lot of the same, you know, like benefits and I challenges know. where you have a lot of education to do, right? And so do we. Well, at least at least your oxygen doesn't get anybody high. There's no risk of that. Uh, but <laughs> again, I think it's funny how you're saying veterinarians aren't considering it as a medicine or something that they can use because it's another natural medicine that they're not even taught about on how to use it. And that's why they don't know. And people like us have to come in and go, hey, there's an endocannabinoid system. Hey, oxygen is medicine. All yeah. natural, with no bad side effects. Exactly. Yeah. And that takes time, you know, and it's been, it's been really helpful because, you know, sometimes you have vets that are more skeptical than others, but we've had some amazing vets who, you know, as soon as they see what it can do, they're like, you know, can't wait to go out and try and give it to other pet owners. And so we see ourselves as really like, we work with both vets and pet owners. And a lot of times we're bridging the gap, right? Because right. you could be the smartest veterinarian in the world. You're probably not going to know the exact flow rate of oxygen to give to this dog in this environment with this condition. So we try to be that. And what we, what's really rewarding about it too, I don't know if you experience this at your company as well, is we just we get to develop a relationship with the pet owner. And so we have them telling us all these stories, you know, because when their pet's in the hospital, they're stressed out. 
And you probably can't use your vet as that sounding board for two hours, but if you call us, you can. So we can walk them through it, assure them that, you know, like we have seen this before, we can help. And it means we have just a lot of like really thankful pet owners and pets that we, you know, track and we, we keep up with. So it makes it so nice that it's, it's not transactional. We're not just selling a device, right? We're selling a whole education support system, all that stuff. And that, that's what makes it fun. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate your big brain. And creating this, I think it's awesome. I think it's something that the industry needs. And I love that it's that you also made it that pet parents can do it, whether their veterinarian is on board or not. And hopefully more will be because it's awesome. Well, thank you, Angela. I love that you're doing this, by the way, and uh, giving people a chance to educate. I mean, I literally watched like five episodes of your podcast just to learn about some other topics that I didn't know about. So uh, thank you for doing this. Yeah. Well, welcome to the holistic world. It is nice. We try... To, to support each other as much as possible because we know how hard it is to to get our message out about something that's natural. And they don't want you to know. So welcome to the world. We'll introduce you to all kinds of people. <laughs> well, thank you. I look forward to it. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please make sure to leave us a review wherever you're listening from. This is the best way to help pet parents like you find these episodes and get access to all our content. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Your Natural Dog and at AngelaArtolino.com. Introducing MycoDog, an award-winning line of medicinal mushroom extracts combined with adaptogens like ashwagandha, astragalus root, and bacopa monieri, made specifically for your pets. When it comes to mushrooms, sourcing really matters. Unlike other products on the market that are grown in China or elsewhere, the mushrooms in MycoDog tinctures are grown here in the United States to the highest quality standards. MycoDog offers three formulas designed to support senior dogs, as well as those suffering from dementia and canine cognitive disorder, breathing and respiratory issues, or autoimmune diseases and cancer. Use coupon code YNDPODCAST at mycodog.com for 10% off these fantastic fungi.